Welcome to the Journey of a Misfit with Valerie Hayes and Katrina King. How can I not be judged when your spirit's in this place? How can I not be moved when you're when you're around? All right, welcome to Journey of a Misfit. This is Valerie Hayes. This is Katrina King. And it's good to be back with everybody. We took a, a week off, but it's good to be back. Jack's trying to... Jack, I, you know what? I have a choice right now. You do? I have a choice. I can choose the dark side of, of chocolate donuts, or I can choose life, and I'm choosing life. So yesterday, on my way here to Bible study, I drove my car for the first time in a while, and I made a poor choice. Oh, yeah? Because I got in my car, and Lizzie's little bag of donuts, chocolate-covered donuts, mm. was on the passenger seat, so... When, I got back I, to my house. I said, Lizzie, I owe you a bag of donuts. I'm sure you only ate one, right? No, I ate four. But they were the little bitty ones. And I don't oh. even like chocolate, so I don't know yeah, what that's that weird. Was. Yeah. All right. So, so how have you been? I've been good. Awesome. Crazy. We're gearing up for the gala. Yeah, gala. we are. The gala. The gala. <laughs> the gala. <laughs> the gala, which by the time you hear this would have happened last Friday. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing time. I'm sure well, it's for Mercy's Hope. We're supporting the kids over there in Kenya. And this particular event, we are funding our scholarship program because we've got currently five young people that we're supporting in college. And the money is kind of starting to run out because we're, we're I mean, everything that comes in goes out. So right. we're hoping to raise a little money for that. Cool. So, so yeah, what are we talking about tonight, Katrina? Choices. Tonight, tomorrow? Choices. Choices. Mm-hmm. All right, what have you been thinking about that? If you think about choices, you think about God gave us free will, so God gave us the option to choose. We can choose, and it depends on, and I know I said something to you earlier about it, and I don't even, it's totally off my head what I said, but we can. It was can, beautiful. It was very beautiful. It was brilliant. It was very brilliant. No wonder it left I my brain. I wrote it down. <laughs> but when you think about, you, so you can you can choose your path. There's choices everywhere, and you can choose to go the right way, or you can choose to go the wrong way. And some choices not aren't necessarily good and bad. Mm-hmm. There might be two goods, or but and or they say the lesser of two evils. But you're still choosing evil. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm, mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. and I now I'm trying to really think of what I said earlier because. I don't remember. Right. And there's that scripture, I believe it's in Proverbs, that talks about choices and how it leads to destruction. And yeah. Well, I was thinking about it and being, you know, from the counseling field, when I remember when I was going through and getting get my degree, get my master's in counseling, there was one theory that I really liked. It just made sense to me. And it was called choice theory. Have you ever heard of that? William Glasser no, is the guy's you, name? No. Yeah, so, I mean, it's pretty basic. There's nothing real deep to it. It's just pretty much like you're fully responsible for everything that happens to you. Like, you're like, even if bad things happen to you, you're still responsible for how you respond to it, you know? And so, like, we can't, and we talk about that a lot in the show, like, we can't always control the things that happen to us, but we definitely have a lot of um, choice in how we respond to things, you know? And, um, and I, and I do think that that goes along quite well with the free will, too, because, like you said, there's always a couple roads that you can take with everything that happens in your life. You can choose to put on the grave clothes and respond in your old nature, or you can walk in who you are as a new creation because of what Jesus did and what he took on the cross. And and I was thinking a lot about um, some scripture that we've talked about before, which is out of Isaiah 61 where he talks about the year of the Lord's favor, right? You remember this one where it's mm-hmm. the instead, the story of instead. So let's see, starting in, I'm going to start. I'm going to start at the beginning. 
The spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim the good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for their prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. And this is the really cool part. Well, it's all cool. And provide for those who grieve in Zion to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, oil of joy instead of mourning, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. Um, They will call oaks of righteousness a, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, restore the places long devastated. They will renew the ruined cities and have been that have been devastated for generations. Strangers will shepherd your flocks, foreigners will work your fields and vineyards, and you will be called priests of the Lord. You will be named ministers of God. You will feed on the wealth of the nations, and in their riches you will boast. Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance. And so you will inherit a double portion in the land, and everlasting joy will be yours. So I love, 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 love Isaiah 61 because it reminds us of the promises that we have in Jesus. That, again, when we think about as a follower of Christ, as accepting him as your Savior, what that means is our old sinful nature was crucified on the cross and I love it Graham Cook always says we don't have a sin nature anymore we have a sin habit we don't have a sin nature anymore we have a sin habit because our sin nature was crucified on the cross we just continue to make choices that are the old us and so I think that that's why I love the whole choice theory because it's this idea of like a there's a crossroad and we get to choose which way we go so even if you had a horrible beginning to life you know maybe maybe there was abuse um, in your past you are not responsible for that happening to you but you are responsible for how you respond to that and you can choose to walk in the grave clothes or you can choose to walk with the garment of praise with the garment uh, you know you can choose Mm -hmm. to put on that garment instead it's i'm not saying it's easy but we have that that's the freedom that we have in jesus is we don't have to be under that oppression right well if you think about it free of it there are i mean if uh, there are people that grow up with similar circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, whether that be abuse or neglect or whatever, t- terrible childhood. Mm-hmm. And you have, one, on one hand, you have the guy that takes that and just excels at, at, and decides that's not who he is. Right. And he's going to make that, he, he uses that as his inspiration right. to do good. And now he's, you know, a very successful mm-hmm. person, whatever. And then you have, on the other hand, you have the guy who had a very similar past but right. he decides that he's going to use that as his crutch right. or as his reason for mm-hmm. not doing good or becoming an addict or becoming an alcoholic or right. whatever so right. it, there's you can it, like you said there's there, you it, how you choose mm-hmm. and you can either choose to do it the world's way or you can choose to respond in God's way and that's right with, with the fruit of the spirit mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. and faith just trusting that god has a plan in it i mean we know for sure that nothing happens to us without god's knowledge it's not like he's surprised like right. oh i had no idea that was coming up didn't read that chapter yet i mean like he knows every single hair on our head so he knows what our path is he knows where we're going to go no- and what's going to happen and nothing happens without him approving With, it right exactly so if he's got a plan we can trust him that it's a good one and we talk about in james one you know where it talks about consider pure joy i mean i love that i love that scripture because 
because in the circumstances that are challenging us, God is actually refining us and giving us everything that we need to ultimately be who he created us to be. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to have things that the world values. No, probably won't actually have things that the world values. But what we will have is we will have the abundant life that he promised, which is so different from what the world promises. Well, and every choice that we make, no matter what, we're choosing either to be blessed or to be cursed. Yes. So we can choose to be blessed in our future. We can choose. So how are we going to react? So and there's a scripture actually in Deuteronomy. Yeah. Thirty nineteen. It Ooh, says, "Go in Old Testament." Old Testament. Love I it. call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you, like life and death, blessed mm. blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Obviously, that's King James fancy version. Yeah, the fancy version. That's what all my homework. It's probably is that Cletus guy's version. Go, oh, Cletus. Build yeah. water, Reverend Cletus. Reverend brother. We're gonna have to have him on our we show sometime. We should have him on sometime. Yeah. See if he can sing. Because I think deep down inside, there's a real misfit. Oh, we're all misfits. Some of us just own up to it. Yeah, we'll bring it out of him. So, you know, one of the things I remember as a little girl, I had this really wonderful, like, Sunday school teacher. Her name was Vesta Rogers. And she just was really good at, at drawing pictures of what life as a Christian was like. And she said, I want you to imagine that you're at a football game. And one team is for the devil and one team is for Jesus. And everything that happens, you're scoring a point for one team or the other. And that's always stuck in my head. And I will, even as an adult now, I will be like, well, dang, just scored a point for the devil today, you know, because of my attitude or what I mm-hmm. what I choose to do or um, how I respond to something like that's so ingrained in my head. And I mean, I know like it's not literal, like you're not like keeping score and that kind right. of thing. But really, we, we really do have a choice with everything that we do that we're either going to be going closer to Jesus, drawing closer to him and knowing him more, or we're going to be pulling away from him and drawing closer to the enemy and right. the old us, the old man. There's also, a, I believe it's an old Native American saying that there are two wolves that live with inside us, and live mm. within us, the gray, the gold, yes. black wolf and the white wolf. Yes. And somebody says, well, how, how do you know which one wins? What's, which one you feed? Mm-hmm. You, which one you choose to mm-hmm. feed? Mm-hmm. So are you feeding the black wolf or, you, or what? I don't even know. if right. I totally just butchered it. Right. But it's the same thing. Are I you, think what are you so feeding? hard, so hard. Um, sometimes we try, I think sometimes our, so much happens to us and we're in such a habit of responding in certain ways. Um, it takes just as long. I mean, if you have a 40-year habit of responding in a way that doesn't glorify God, you can't expect that in a day everything's going to change. It's, right. it's, you have to. So I just had this great inspiration from God. Oh, dear. That I should read this scripture out of 2 Corinthians 5, verse 9. This is brilliant. So we make it our goal to please Him, whether we are at home, in the body, or away mm. from it. For we, we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. I think so. that's the one that goes on later to say, for what we do, we do for the Lord, not Second Corinthians 5, 20. Can I see your Bible? I have no idea what's going on behind us back there. I don't know, but I, we did just have some guests walk into the room, so I think we need to just invite them to come to the table. Yes. Wait a minute. Is that that Reverend Cletus guy? Oh, dear. He pull up in his Cadillac? I've heard that he kind of has this like, yeah, I think that's him. Oh, my goodness. We get to meet the infamous Reverend Brother Cletus Bilgewater. 
Hi, I'm Katrina. How are you? How you doing? My name's uh, Brother Reverend Cletus Billswater. All the way from Louisiana, I hear. From Louisiana, First Self-Righteous Church. That's right, ma'am. Wow, it's good to have you um, on our show. So we're talking about choices and how, you know, we have choices every day and how we respond and whether our responses are going to either glorify God or they're going to take away from God. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I usually uh, respond in judgment. Well, I guess that's a choice. (laughs) But is is that biblical to respond that way? Doesn't it say do not judge? Well... I don't reckon I know um, too much about scripture, <laughs> but uh, I do have a problem. The reason why I'm here is because uh, it's, I've been informed. See, I got spies in your old church, you know. Is it Randy? And uh, well, that Andy Rabbit feller is the one that uh, put me up. You know, told me that uh, what was going on. But uh, you know, I've heard that you got some hippie woman named Veronica or something up there leading worship. <laughs> and, uh, she does. Yeah, but it's Valerie. Val? And this is her, it, right? Is that, this is Val. I was wondering about that Val because uh, where where do you get that, uh, where do you get a name like that? Is that a Wheel of Fortune? I would like to buy a Val. Cause I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Vals are worth more money. Val, Val, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> <clears throat> so I was here last week on the other show and uh, somebody t- stole my fried chicken out of my Cadillac. I'm a little upset with that. I think it might have been that hippie y'all got running around here at long hair. Well, he does like the fried chicken. Is that Which, Jeremy? Yeah. Our long-haired hippie. Yeah. yeah. So the church is self-righteous. So what, what would you say your, your mission and vision is for your, uh, your particular body of believers? Well, <clears throat> and by, by the way, how many do you have in your church? <clears throat> now, I was asked that last week, and, uh, you know, I believe the Almighty doesn't want us counting, you know, you know what he did to David when that went down, so uh, I'd rather not discuss mm. uh, numbers, and uh, my mission is uh, to uh, scare the hell right out of my people, so we don't even put air conditioning in our church because uh, we want it to, to be hot, you know, and uh, just to scare and put the fear into the folks, so... Um, and I don't, when I say hail, I don't say hell because that sounds like a cuss word, you know. So mm. we say hail down down where I'm from. Hail. Hail. Like That's probably scared the hell out of you. Mm. Okay. All right. So what do you teach about grace? Well, I'm not too big on the grace now because it'll get people out of sin. And, you know, you know we're about being uh, very religious. Well, Romans 6, you know, says, What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace might may increase? By no means we died to sin. So how can we live in it any longer? So do you not teach that? We just try to teach that uh, it's wrong to sin, and uh, you need to be in church every every Sunday morning and put your money in the basket. Well, how about this one? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I'm convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor death, nor denomination, nor anything else in creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans. Romans 8. You yep. read that one? I, yes, yes, ma'am. I've heard that one. Again, we don't like to teach too much on love and grace, though, because next thing you know, we'll be, folks will be jumping around on the stage and acting like a rock and roll show and whatnot. You know, we just, we just ain't for that, you know. Sounds like a fun place to be. It actually does. <laughs> jumping around. Oh, the other place. No. <laughs> I was thinking jumping around on the stage jumping acting like a fool. But if yeah. I'm acting like a fool for Jesus. Yeah, and I remember, I think there was this one story about this guy named David who oh, yeah. yeah, was so excited about the presence of God 
Wasn't and he naked? I think that he danced himself almost out of all of his clothes, and I think that they, his wife told him he was kind of a fool. And Right. Yeah. And da- David it was a, a man, a after, man God's after God's own heart. Own heart. Well, yeah. we don't believe in dancing where I'm from. Mm. No, ma'am. So you believe in hell. That's right. Hail. Hail. Okay. But you don't believe in dancing. No, ma'am. So what kind of encouragement would you give to a person who was wanting to know more about Jesus? Well, I would say, uh, you know, come to church, get a haircut, and get yourself a suit, and start looking right. Unlike some of these, you know, like that Andy Rabbit and what's his name, Jerome, and all these guys around here. Even that sound guy you got, he's a bit of a hippie too, isn't he? Yeah, but he never talks. That's not half bad then. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, you've definitely been one of our most interesting guests that we've had here. I mean, typically when we talk to people on our show, we talk about, um, you know, like, what has God done for you? You know, like most people have a story of being lost, that lost sheep, and um, and God has like found them and redeemed their lives. So what what's your story? What's your testimony? Well, I got beat up a lot as a kid. So uh, I guess I'm just, you know, trying to return the favor to the world around me. Oh, so you're taking vengeance. Well, maybe that's it. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah, do not repay evil for evil. I'm going to have to go. I've got another church to visit around here. (laughs) Well, all right, well, We'll how can we be praying for you? Well, appreciate it. And all your congregation. And Miss Miss Eunice. Yeah. Eunice is his wife. Mm, Yes, my lovely bride, Eunice, back home. St. Eunice, is that what we call her? Okay. Yeah, I've been told she looks like uh, Mike Wilson in a dress, but I don't know who Mike Wilson is. So. <laughs> oh, my. So how can we pray for you? Uh, well, I get beat up a lot and uh, beat down, and uh, people don't like all my bumper stickers on my car. And uh, I go to I go to uh, stand out in front of Walmart and uh, yell at folks a lot about, about their sins and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I could use some prayer on those kind of things, you know. Maybe yeah. instead of yelling at them about hell, you can talk to them about the love of Jesus. You get more flies with honey than you do with vinegar. That's, that's true. Yeah, that's what I keep hearing up here with you people, but uh, I don't know. That'd be a stretch for old Brother Cletus. So we were just discussing how when we make choices, sometimes it becomes a habit. And I think there, that you might have a habit of being a little bit I don't know, kind of reminds me of like a Pharisee or Sadducee or one of those guys in the in the Bible. So I don't know, we'll, we'll be praying about that with you. We'll be praying that God would just show you how to walk in absolute freedom. Well, I went to the uh, first self-righteous school of Phariseeism, so. Well, there you go. <laughs> I think that makes sense then. There you go. Well, but we know how Jesus felt about the Pharisee. Mm, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, you ladies have a have a good day. I think old Cletus needs to hit the road. <laughs> All right. Well, God bless you, Cletus. Thanks for stopping by. You're welcome. You're welcome anytime. All righty then. <laughs> wow. Interesting. Yeah. He's a total misfit. He totally is. But like with a lowercase m, not an uppercase <laughs> m. True. Like true. Woo. All right, I feel like we'll we get, need to take a little break after that one. We'll get him saved yet. Yeah, I think so. 
you know that's true guys you can't you can't um you can't make it to heaven on your deeds and i'm following all these rules and stuff you can only make it to heaven one way and that's through the grace that you get from jesus christ and what he did for you on the cross so and if we could get there on our deeds or on all these rules there would have been no reason for jesus to die that's right and really all those deeds and all those rules it's kind of a slap in his face right like You know, you don't have to do that. And that goes back to what we were talking about in Isaiah. Like, we have this choice. We can absolutely walk in the promises um, of the new us, or we can continue to just lug around this dead old self. I like walking in the freedom. I do too. And and it's a process, like I say. You know, it's a journey. We always say that on this show. But every, every day I feel like God shows me more and more just how much he wants us to walk in that freedom and, and like you said that doesn't mean that we get to just go around and sin and sin and we talked about that at bible study actually last night because we're doing a bible study on colossians and the it's really cool because we were talking about um you know all things permissible not everything is beneficial right but the more that we walk with christ and the more you know once we become saved obviously we're still we're still baby Christians, and mm-hmm. we're still going to screw up. We're going to screw up, and that's what I said. We're going to screw up forever until yeah. until on this side of heaven. Yeah, we're we're human, and but the the more that we walk with Christ, and the more that we get to know Him, I can do all of that. I just don't want to. Right. So and that's just it. Is is what you want to do changes exactly. It's my choice. Yeah, I have a choice to either do good or do not do good. Right. And the choices are still there. I mean, I still have the choice to watch. A or watch B, and I'm going to choose to watch A because B doesn't draw me any closer to knowing God more. Right. You know, and I don't really have a desire to watch A anymore, you know. So, uh, just had another guest walk in. I oh, love no. that we're having so many people we do. just this show up a- and visit today. This guy is definitely a little easier to talk to than the last guy. So, Randy this just guy stopped understands by for Grace. a minute. Did I just see a black Cadillac yeah, leave yes. here? Yes, he did. He Was that the Rev? Yes. yes. The Rev stopped Ugh. by. The Reverend you Cletus? You warned us about him. I told you. Oh, my God. How'd you like that? He's so religious. I was think a- we're going to get to him, though. I think we're rubbing off on him I a think so. Bit. Because he was supposed to go back to Louisiana. But okay. I think either he came back and it came back up. Well, we started, yeah. Katrina, because, you know, she's really good at recalling scripture. Uh-huh. She just started, like, and he's like, well, I got to go. Is it really? Yeah. So I think wow. I think we might have stumped well, him. Well, somebody stole his fried chicken. He thinks really? it was that long-haired hippie. It was Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy does like the fried chicken. he laid the rubber out of here just a minute ago. You mm. guys scared him off. Yeah, I think so. You scared the rev off. <laughs> Hopefully we scared the hell out of him. Wow. The hail. The hail out of so him. So you're talking about choices? choices? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got any words of wisdom about that? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I do. Okay, what's up? You remember Joshua? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember when he was Fought reflecting? The of Jericho. Yeah, he's reflecting back. And he said this in Joshua 2417. 2417? You want yeah. me to look it up? Yeah. Well, you should know it. 2417. Is it on her body? Because she doesn't always remember the things tattooed on her body, which I think is. Well, she's running out of real estate. Really funny. You said Joshua 2417. Josh, I got it. Or 17. I got it too. Which it was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which he, we traveled. Take it from 15 up. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable <laughs> yeah. to you, then choose for this yourselves day. this day. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I do remember it. Mm-hmm. Choose this day whom you will serve whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or 
God, or Euphrates, sorry, or the gods of the Amorites, who in, in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it for us to forsake the Lord to serve the other gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us us and our parents out of Egypt from the land of slavery, slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all nations through which we traveled. This is kind of crazy because everybody is wearing some type of yoke. We know, yeah. mm-hmm. right? So we see people that, for whatever reason, have served the God of sex or drugs or alcohol or whatever you're or given self. a choice or self, whatever you have a choice to continue to serve that God and end up where you were or even worse. But Joshua had found a new way as far as me and my house. We're choosing to serve the Lord. Yeah. So it's a choice, you it know, is. daily. Did you read Second Corinthians 5, 9 earlier? It's kind of simple, isn't it? Just choosing this day to basically do the right thing. Mm-hmm. By the way, who's winning the football game? <laughs> I think I heard something about a metaphor using a sport game. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of Valerie, can you out believe of Valerie. that? I know you're rubbing off on me, Randy. Wow. You're rubbing off on no, me. No, that was from like a girl that taught Sunday school or something. Yeah, right? yeah, my Sunday school teacher. She said that. So that Vespa, Vesta, Vesta, Vesta told me that. She told me that it's like a football game, right? And you've got the devil's team and you got God's team, and pretty much you're gonna you're gonna score points. With everything you do. And again, it's not about scoring points to get into right. heaven. It's, right. it's everything that you do draws you closer to one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And so who are we rooting for? Who Love are it. who are we where are we putting our energy and our time? And and like I said, I wanna I always wanna be kingdom building and be a bit be about God's be about God's be business. Be about God's business. Yeah. And the not, business. not the devil's business. Yeah. <clears throat> So, so, so that's just it, guys, is whatever it is that you're facing right now, um, decisions that you have to make, um, you know, and again, I, ha- I want to emphasize this so much that no matter what other people do, because you have zero control over that, you have zero control over other people, right. you can only control how you respond to people. And so if there are people in your life that are toxic and harmful, you still have a choice how you respond to that. You know, you allow that to come into your soul or you don't. You you listen to what they're saying or you listen to what the Lord is saying. And the Lord is crazy about you. Amen. So let us not become weary in doing good. This is out of Galatians 6. Yes. 6, 9. For at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore we have... Therefore, we have opportunity. Let us do good to all people, especially to those belong to the family of believers. It's good. It's good stuff. One of my faves. Just read Katrina's arm. Actually, that was it's 617 that's on my arm. Mm-hmm. Oh, what does 617 say? For I bear upon my body the mark of Christ. Mm, very good. Guys, I got to run. Thanks for letting yeah. me sit in. Hey. I think we have to run, too. Yeah, we do. You're Our right? time is up, guys. Go so quickly, especially when we have special guests come by. So, <laughs> All right, guys. So, again, choose this day who you will serve. That's right. God's crazy about you. That's right. Have a great week. We'll see you guys next time. That's all. Wait.